Mugshot for her on on her IMDb. That's messed up. Farrah, that's like the first thing that comes up. But then they have all these other nice pictures of her. Farrah Franklin. Yeah, former member of Destiny's Child. <laughs> wow. Come on, man. I remember though when that was going like when that shit was coming apart. I remember when it happened, and I was like, "Yo, what happened?" Like they just two new members, and then it yeah. was three out of the blue. Yeah, and then you saw her on. Um, oh shit on. Cassine Reed, yes, that motherfucker. The comeback? I don't know. Man. The climb back? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I don't know. I don't know much yeah. about politics, let alone Atlanta politics. But this shit sounds fishy, nigga. It's I mean, fishy. <laughs> Did you see that video, fam? How you just go at a fucking rap party? <laughs> at a D nice. It's the rollout and shit. It's yeah, the rollout. Yeah, yeah. Are we recording? Yeah, yeah we recording. <laughs> and what other city can your rollout be? Some like. Push your T type shit. Push your T like, shit. <laughs> Niggas like it's a rap champ- rollout. Nigga was popping champagne. Nah, this this, <laughs> this is an election rollout. He's yo putting the work. What yo. other city? That's his street Only single. Atlanta, man. In <laughs> we, America, can we your rollout out here, man? Can you have ex drug dealers at your <laughs> rollout? <laughs> <laughs> like just mad, like that rap, was, rap moguls and, and, hey. and like celebrity. He had like, D nice spinning. <laughs> it's Cassine Reed, man. I mean, like, did, hey. didn't he have his mom? Like, he she was in in there, like working for him and stuff, right? Probably. Like, when she, in his, in his uh, uh, yeah, when when he when he was when he probably. was there. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That rollout looked crazy. <laughs> yeah, like he's running for mayor of a of a city. Hey, coming back, man. Hey, man. And it was just like Jeezy popping boxes. Hey, yeah. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Atlanta is, this, man? is a, a, a Atlanta different, different place, bro. Atlanta yeah, different. There's really no is. other politician in on this <laughs> country that can have a rollout with all rappers and rap moguls and and, 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 and Instagram models. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Instagram models popping champagne. That shit looked like a rap video. That shit. It was slow mo with slow niggas motion, playing pool, nigga. <laughs> Only thing they ain't had with the nigga with money up it to his ear. The money phone, yeah, and <laughs> the money chick, phone, and the chick twerking in a a, a thong. And they, probably, they probably had and to that, edit. That probably got cut out. Yeah, right? they probably, they had probably to do some was editing. going down. Like we we that's too much. Come on, man. Hey man, I don't know. I I you know. Hey, Mister Reed. I, yeah, game. Great great rollout. Salute. Right. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> that shit look crazy. That is insane. He's serious. Yo, shit. I just realized that's the dude from. Fucking newlyweeds. Hey, wow. I just realized that that's old boy from Get Out. Holy shit! Which from one? Get Out. The main character. He he he's in the in in the chain gang. Nah. Yes, they just showed him from Get Out. Yeah, main character Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, Dan- Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he oh, he's shit. in this. I he's an extra that. in Django. Yes. Wow, that's I crazy. That. Yeah, I know either. Yeah. And with that, welcome to another episode of Black on Purpose. Hey, welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. We here, man. Another week. 
<laughs> you remember hey. that? We back like oh. the fat boys, nigga. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm that hey. old. Hey. <laughs> Mm. Man, we will yeah. invent something, won't we? Yeah, we. That's what we do, man. Imagine, imagine. That's, that's we, I was just DNA. talking about this shit the other day. Imagine being one of the like an engineer, and you book the fat boys. Yeah, and they come in with all that shit. You <laughs> 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 like, yo, am I supposed to be recording this shit? Or like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, where the yo, instruments? For, like, for real, yeah, though. it's like, wait a minute. I, I'm recording. Oh, I'm recording, I'm recording that. that. And nigga's oh, clapping okay. his hands in front of his mouth. <laughs> That's like the first nigga that drunk milk. Like first nigga to milk a cow. Like nigga, you drinking that shit? Like you, yeah. Oh, you drink that shit. Like wait, man, this is good. That had to man. be crazy recording the Fat Boys. Man. Yeah, it did. But you know, hey, times change. Like how do I EQ this? It's like, <laughs> supposed to have bass. Like I don't know. Like, like right. No one's ever done this. They haven't. Holy shit. Groundbreakers, man. That. Black excellence, man. Yeah, that's yeah, your boy, sweet. man, from Newlyweeds, man. Did y'all watch that, man? Not yet. Nah, I man. haven't. I'm Newly telling y'all no. that that movie is hilarious. Nah, that's not your man's. That's not that's not your boy. The dude in the front is the dude from Newlyweeds. That's not Daniel. No, Daniel is in that line, bro. Like, we can rewind it. He's in, he's there. They have a close-up of his face. We're going to run it back. Let's yeah, run it back. Sure, run it back. Because he probably is. Yeah, he, he's in this for sure. Tarantino is good for um, for doing that. You look in the background, you'll be like, nigga, that was Dave Chappelle pouring that drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to go back to the beginning when they was walking. From the very beginning? All yeah. Right, let's run it back. Man. But um, I'm J-Fab. J-Fab. <clears throat> mm. I'm, a, I'm alive. This is King's show. <laughs> I'm, and I'm, I'm going right. straight. Yeah. Straight. Yeah, yeah, that's good right that's there. That's my name. Yeah, man, I love this movie. A lot of people, a lot of people give Tarantino shit, man. But so the movie of the day is Django Unchained. Mm. One of my favorites. Yes, I have one to of say my I favorite directors. I have, I love this movie. A lot of people was mad about the the the, the nigger, the use this Bruh. use of the word nigger. Okay, so let me address that because this is the thing, man. Quentin Tarantino, as a director, right? Your 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 job is to do as a that is is that Daniel? No, nah, 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 that's that's your man from um. He's on uh. I've seen him in something. He's else on too. He's Snowfall. He's the cop on Snowfall. Yeah, that is yeah that is him. So um, as a director, your job is to give a realistic depiction of whatever you are focusing on, right? Or what yep. you deem realistic, or what you deem for realistic, the story. right? From your experience, so. People being upset with him showing white people using the word nigga. And even if he's in that role and he's saying the word nigga, it's like, you got to think, man. Like, y'all don't think that when black people are not in the room that white people don't talk like this? Yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it's, but it's like men's society not having the word nigga. <laughs> if no yeah. one used nigga, they'd be like, man, right. niggas don't talk like right. that. Right, nigga, bitch. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, if there was no certain words or certain vernacular used yeah. in certain yeah. films, you wouldn't believe it because that's really how I mean, that's yeah. people, talk, people talk. That is 100% uh, how they talk. So, you know, like his, I, 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 he's one of my favorite directors, him, Spike Lee, Chanwick Park, like those guys, they do really good with those, those crazy depictions. So people being upset, y'all need to slow down on, on Tarantino, you know, being mad at him about him having white people saying the word nigga in a movie. Like, 
that that shit happened. Why did they switch? Because he wasn't. Look, there I do see their that, eyebrows. That's Daniel nah, right there, nah, bro. Nah, that's the dude from Snowfall. That's the dude from that's Snowfall. That's the dude who. That's the cop who, from yeah, Snowfall. Yeah, the cop who is next door to Franklin. They have the same eyebrow. They're from the same tribe. Nah, hold on, hold on. That ain't him. <laughs> Wait, back it up. Huh. Easy, back it up. <laughs> like that, that, that looked too much. It, like it did look like they him. have that same. But he was, he was there. Eyebrow. Yeah, he was there. That's what that is. They got resting cube face. They look very. Yeah, cube is from that same tribe. That that same. Yeah, me and my daughter. Me and my daughter got uh, resting cube face. Resting cube. Resting face. cube face. <laughs> yeah, that's your boy, man. Yo, newlyweeds, man. If, if y'all haven't seen that movie, definitely check that out. It's hilarious. Yeah, that it's does look like him though. right now. That's it crazy. does kind of look well, like you Daniel. might be right because he is not listed. I don't think he's listed. Yeah, that nah, that's the brother from from Snowfall. From Snowfall, yeah. Damn, the niggas look alike. Yeah. <laughs> the niggas do look alike. <laughs> Damn, imagine walking from state to state. You ever drove through Texas? Yeah, it's big as hell. Yeah. It could take like eighteen hours to drive through yeah, Texas. It's big as hell. I used to live out there. Imagine walking through that. Yeah, shit. this is you got to go from Texas to Utah to Utah, nigga. from from Mississippi. From Florida, <laughs> fuck, damn, that ain't even funny. Nah, that's crazy. They did that to uh, the Native Americans. The uh, what was it called? The Trail of Tears. The Trail of Tears. Yeah. Damn. This country. Yeah, that's why. Up. Like, I tend to like when people be like, "Oh, if I was a slave back in the day, I would have like ran like ran where." Yeah. Do you know how long it takes to to get out of a state? You gotta get out of a state. Every and anybody is is an enemy and and could be after you. Exactly, it's, it's and you dangerous. Still, and you still got to eat. You still got to eat. You you got to make it through dangerous territory, swamplands, crocodiles. You can slip on the rock lions. and that's the end. You fucking crack your ankle. You split your ankle or something. You break a leg. What are you going to do? Sprain the ankle. You you leave anything. You're you're nine times out of ten. If you left, you were exhausted when you when you ran. Yeah, fam, you doing most of this. You doing half of this travel through pitch black you, at night. You, yeah, you freezing sometimes. Like, come on now. And where you going? And, and where you going in the daytime? And then the last person that you saw that tried it and got caught was basically like eviscerated in front of you. So, yeah. That's a tough. That's a I tough like call. to think that I would be be brave enough. I, I honestly, when I think about this, I think about this a lot, and I feel like that I would have either gotten killed and got everybody else killed in the process. Like, I mean, let, like trying to because there's escape. no real, there's no like strategy. There's no no like let's like yeah strategy. Let's, let's other than even, go <laughs> right. Just go. Just go. It's true. Let's get the fuck out of here until, you know, like the, the Underground Railroad and they, they did have systems and stuff. But right. It was still terrifying because shit, you, you, you might plan something with all of your peoples and then that one motherfucker folds and gets everybody killed just because y'all were even thinking about it. Yep. Let's take a look at let's if all three of us right now, we they pulled some time travel and we all get transported back to plantations what do we like and we have all the same knowledge that we have now right oh if I had the knowledge now nigga I'm getting I'm getting the fuck out of there and but how like we see I thought about that go. too you just gotta go go nah, where go oh, well well you go you, and figure it out if you have people the knowledge have done it. if people you have the it. see the only reason that they were able to pull that off is because they they instilled fear. So if you're going back in time with the knowledge that you have now, you don't have that same intrinsic no, fear. No, I ain't talking about fear. Have. Forget fear. 
if we right now, boom, we're back in, you know, slavery in Georgia. Mm. We have to get to where? You got to get to at least shit, man. You got to get past Virginia. You got to get past Virginia. You got to get, you know, and then there's people who are out there like literally that's what they do for a living. Exactly. So you. So well, we're that's, going that's the, they're heavily the, armed. <laughs> So we're we're, yeah. we're walking and Those running. The beginnings of the police. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's their yeah, whole that's, purpose. That's, that's it's true. Yeah. But think about that. We're we got to travel from Georgia. I make it all the way up. We we got to go through North, South Carolina, North Carolina. I make it. We got to go but, through three but, states. But, but but think about this. It's it wasn't like it's patrolled now. You know, like it's a lot of under. Unchartered land. It was a lot of pathways but that were. Do you uncharted. have all of the knowledge from, like, let's say if this shit happened, like you give me a watch or whatever, and I turn the dial, it takes me back, or however I get back no, no, there. No, no, no. Just do you have just knowledge? All, uh, so you have all of the knowledge from 2021. Yeah. And I am. Tra- oh yeah, I'm out of here. I'm making. Yeah, I'm going. I'm making it. Going. Trust me, and I'm taking a few people with gotta, me because it's I'm not. It. It's not like everything was like sanctioned, like. Like how we're thinking, like you can't go here. Yeah, you can go there. You can go there and settle up. You can, you know what I'm saying? If you got enough know how, you got enough people. Yeah, you could go somewhere and spot up. That's what they were doing. Get All your they were doing was get, getting somewhere. They was getting some land, setting up shop. He talking about to, to get no, out. No, I'm of talking the about south. getting out of the south. That's, yeah, yeah. It, go it, north. It'd be <laughs> nigga. That's three states. Uh, it, ain't, it ain't that easy. <laughs> no, I'm but not, it'll I, be hard. But however, I'm not saying it's easy. But there is when you ask you where here, to man. go, you yeah. would go. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, nigga, that's really three. you want to go west. Well, he's talking. Think. about... Well, that's even more. He's talking about navigating through the Jim Crow South during yes. that time of slavery as a black man. Yes. Okay. See, I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. These times, same. I mean, same I mean, time same, frame. Yeah, same really? thing, bro. Same time frame. They were probably just coming like out of it around this time a little bit, but not not really. It was still the same shit. You would still get lynched. You still had the clan on heavy. This is what was heavy during this time. I mean, the any, Ku Klux Klan. Well, anybody like we watched. Um, there will be blood. Yeah, anybody right. could get it. At that time, it was the wild, just yeah, wild America. Wild. And exact, that's exactly you know why saying? I would make it because a lot of people would get it. Are you taking your way. AR back? No, I'm not taking you. I mean, obviously, you're not going back, but <laughs> you can, still. Can you take an AR with you in, 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 this, it, in this scenario? Don't no, say that. No. no, I was going to say, if I could take my weapons <laughs> no, back. No, this, 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 this is an AR this, in the double bag. Kindred, in I'm a double bag full of ammo. Right. I'm changing history. <laughs> the niggas, nigga. Yeah, niggas going to have to send a fucking army. <laughs> right. You <laughs> saying, yeah, what? Get dug in with the right people, too? Please. I know exactly who to look for. I'm looking for Bass Reeves. Where is he at? <laughs> Let's have a talk, Bass, because we're going to get everybody out of here. They killed this nigga horse. Yeah, because because my thing is like even if we like, like <laughs> let's say we we would go back, we have the knowledge and we say, all right, look, this is one slave owner. It's all of us. We can just kill this nigga and whatever, right? That's step one. We still got to make it to freedom, and there's like so much. Well, you, in front of you, yeah. There's, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot. I mean, it's, you, just, it's just man, it just, you, it just takes some balls, man. You gotta vet the people that you because you can't do it alone. No. Right, right. You gotta vet right. the people, yeah, and you, I would, I would be on some twisted shit to where like I would make it seem, I would really test them. To you see, damn, they like, gotta be on some Hitler type okay, shit. Man. What's gonna happen if I do this? I'm, I'm setting up fake scenarios. It's gonna take. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm gonna saying. Be, like you, you know, I'm gonna be picking cotton for a couple of probably like a year, maybe two, planning it. 
Are you gonna be able to do that? Think about it. I mean, probably not. Be able to do what? Pick I'll cotton. probably have some because that shit hurts. Have y'all ever done that? Pick cotton? Yeah. No. no. That shit hurts. Word. Yeah, like you cut your fingers. That's what I'm saying. Like doing that shit. I think a lot of people underestimate those those conditions exposure. of life. I don't think so. You're dealing with exposure. Nah, I don't think people underestimate that shit heat, at all. Getting hit the with heat, a whip. Getting hit no, with a whip. No, I don't think that's underestimate. That's Push we still live through that trauma. We you know still live through we that trauma. We still have that trauma in, in our sense. DNA. But I don't think people underestimate that at all. And, and that's why nah. we say the things that we say as far as our <coughs> our passionate opposition about yeah. systematic racism because we know how detrimental it is. Yeah. Mm. And how it goes on for generations and generations. We definitely aware. Yeah. I don't think nobody downplays that shit at all. I'm sorry for getting all heavy out. No, 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 no. It's good. This is this is a good subject. Cause no, no, it's good. Like seriously, I I I'm getting the fuck out of there, and I'm taking whoever with me. And you you know who you could trust, but it's just when it comes down to like, cause essentially you're asking whoever, you know, are, are you, you willing, willing to, to risk your life? Are yeah. you willing to die? Are you die willing to die for your freedom? Are you going to stay here? So at that time. The hard thing would be is at that time, you know, you have these people who really don't don't know much better because they were born into this. Exactly, yeah. So it's look, like, look, look. okay. <laughs> you miss it. Let's talk about this, fellas. Now you want to yeah, talk. Yeah, let's talk about this, fellas. Remember I gave you that It's never that fun when the rabbit has the gun. Yeah, no, nah, buddy. <laughs> they tore his ass up, too. But, um, but, yeah, no, like, you are really going to have to vet whoever it is, but you really might have to go it alone. Because essentially yeah. you are asking somebody like, yo, are you willing to risk your life? And then, you, you know, you got to be willing like, yo, if this motherfucker turns on me, I might have to take him with me, take him out. But nah, Fab, yeah, I, I'm going to make it all the way to New York. Or, or try. And then Die I'm going to turn into man. a serial killer looking for people who <laughs> yeah. are sending, capturing black people. Yeah, and the history books have been rewritten. <laughs> into, they, yeah, they're they going to be like a story of black show. Like he was out here, this dude was out here killing these uh, these white men that were tracking down. Because, you know, that's something that happened too. People would make it all the way to freedom. Yeah. yeah live get, these yeah. good lives and then, and then get captured. Yeah, and, and, sent, and back. sent back to exactly. the South. Exactly. Yeah. So Soviet I would slave be, was about that. Yeah, I'd end up being like, you know, mm-hmm. Batman of 1860-something because <laughs> I'd be out here tracking down these motherfuckers, man. Can you imagine that? Like, like, what is worse than that? You making it to freedom, living your life, and then you getting <laughs> tricked to get sent back. You got a whole family. Yeah. And everything. And you uh, just a gone. career established. And one day happens every they day. Set you up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it happens every day in America, man. Mm. Yeah, that's 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 rough, dog. Like, nigga, now you understand. People understand black people's frustration because you can do everything right. Yeah, within yeah. your moral compass and mm-hmm. within your integrity, do everything right to create a life for yourself, and it could be taken away because someone doesn't like it. Just because. In a blink of an eye, which is they, Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. You Black know what I'm Wall saying? Street. Hell, that I read a story recently. <laughs> Not to stay on this subject, but there was a, it was a, a high school graduation where two, it was two uh, black students got valedictorian mm-hmm. uh, over. I think it was two black students and two white students. I think, and they all got like co-valedictorian. And like the white family was upset and was like, ah, recount. This ain't right. 
Because, because yeah, there's no way possible. <laughs> yeah, no way recount possible. their intelligence. What, what did yeah. we do? <laughs> like the grades, like how the grades were oh, were calculated. Grades. Yeah, there's a thing. Sit down, white <laughs> sit, sit down, and have a seat, to white people. It's like this is not right. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, but no. For the record, show says he's getting the fuck out of there, and I'm taking as many people with me as possible. Word. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm, like, I'm yeah. definitely trying. Or I'm gonna end up dying, dying in, the in the process. I mean, that's that's exactly. that's your only choice, really. It really is, cause I'm. But it's like we all say that, like we we say that, like yes, we. But it's like. We say it's so cavalier. Yes, I don't yeah. think we really. We don't think about like because you do the, the like reality of diseases yeah, that can't yeah. be cured yet, mm-hmm. injuries that aren't easily fixed that could be easily it's fixed a lot. now. That's a lot. Uh, man. Or, or just even people, exposure, the animals, and then like, you know the, what I mean? the, like, really being like in a in. So right now we deal where they can come for us, you know, like legally, you know, you can go to jail or some shit like that. But you dealing with a world where like. They can literally come for you physically. Yeah. And, and this cause is cause you physical harm. And, and this no, is and normal. normal. And you defending yourself from that harm is a crime. And yeah. there, there's no jurisdiction so, to save you from it. No, or, nothing. Or, everything is against you. you. <laughs> everything. So, yeah. <laughs> that's what I, but that's kind of what I'm getting. Like, everything is against yeah. you. Like, there ain't no officer. No. It's nah. regular person can say, yo, that's a black dude running through the woods. Get him. And now mm-hmm. think about this. This goes all the way up through the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, that's the crazy. Not too long ago. Not too long ago. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? It's just shout out to the iPhone. Shout out to camera phones. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the only real reason things are getting justice <laughs> now because of the fucking cameras on the phone. They can't hide. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it. it kind of that's is. a huge and part. They, and now they're trying to change up the laws and shit. Yeah, you can't so record can me back and to blah blah blah. Nah, nah, man. You can't talk about race in schools. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so do we like old Steve Jobs like a like a a a, a, a post mortem barbecue invite? Steve Jobs, <laughs> hey man, hey. I mean, because he he is the when, person. Whenever whenever you do something of that magnitude, there's going to be some ups and downs, pros yeah. and cons. Mm. But he is he is the, the he is the, cons, the reason <laughs> our privacy is totally blown. Yeah, mm-hmm. pros. We can utilize that for how we wish. Yeah. If we're in the know and knowing what we have and what we're capable of doing with the technology, we can use it for good. Yeah. And I think we have been. Um, I think they uh, awarded the uh, the young lady that videotaped uh, George Floyd's mm-hmm. uh, situation. They mm. she was awarded with the uh, like a Nobel Prize. Was she? Yeah. We That's have to look that up. I think yeah, they, we gotta they, check that out. That's interesting. Yeah. What, what what you said a Nobel Peace Prize? I don't I don't know. You know they give out but different they gave pri- some kind yeah. of commendation for they, her. They give out a lot of prizes. You know they acknowledge yeah. a lot of people in that in that um uh, I don't know what it's called, but um like they'll do the Nobel Peace, then they'll do you know different for different things. And Ooh. I think she was awarded. They they kind of like changed the rules to like citate her and yeah. acknowledge her. Daniela Frazier, the teenager who recorded George Floyd's murder in Minneapolis, she received a Pulitzer Prize. There you go. Pulitzer Pulitzer Prize. Wow. Special citation on Friday for her work capturing the video that launched a nationwide reckoning on racial issues. Yeah, shout out to her because she woke a lot of people up. Yo, that situation, I remember how big that was. And like, 
I remember a lot of um, people on the other side of the fence that didn't understand why we buck up in these situations started to understand why. Mm. A lot of people, yeah. And you know, on top of that, with the Dave Chappelle thing, like a lot of Donald things, Trump, yeah, got to give him some. He got to give him some. Hey man, he in woke up this. America. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. You we we, we talked about that. that on the pod yeah. before. Like, <laughs> you know, Donald Trump kind of really woke up America, whether it's directly or indirectly. He he woke up America to what America really, really was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I can I can give you a story real quick. My mom sent me a text a couple of days ago, <laughs> right? Now, mind you, my my uncle and my aunt have been living in their house for 20 plus years, right? He was recently outside, just in the front yard, right? Mm-hmm. Person drives by. What do they yell out of their car? Nigger! This is in 2021. At your... At your- yeah. Mm. At, his, at his crib, at the house. Mm. Person drives by, yell out nigga. Good for them. 2021. Hope they feel good about this. <laughs> it's like, it's so, yeah, go ahead. My, my bad. But yeah, like, it's, it, you know, it's it's still there. It's still out here. Yeah. It Man, is still we, there. We know that. Still yeah. Out here. The only people that didn't know that is the people that got laxed under the whole Obama shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, things change. Everything's is good. Yeah, Everything they changed. Is cool. They changed, but it's still an underbelly of America that was built on a certain type of attitude. Yeah, it's still there. Mm. Which is which is sad, but it's it's still there. Hey man, look, I don't even care no more. <laughs> have y'all have y'all ever like? Well, I know you just told that story, but like, have y'all ever personally experienced some shit like that? Oh yeah, have a memory Absolutely. like at any yeah, point hell in your yeah. life. Yeah, like I that. I can tell you when I was a kid in elementary school, I went to the library. Um, now this 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 is when I first realized like it really messed with me heavy. I was at the library, right? Minding my business. Just, I'm looking for books. You know, I was I was drawing, you know, I was in the art and all that stuff, right? So I'm I'm about to walk down the aisle to go look at books for mm. how to draw, right? Because that's what we do, art, you know. I walk by this old white lady's table. As I walk by, she literally yells, <laughs> get away from me. And grabs her purse wow. and is like looking at me like like I'm about to like hurt her. Mm-hmm. Me as a kid, I sat there and I was like, it was one of the moments, it was one of those like out of body experiences of like, is this really happening right now? Like, right. I didn't like Five I didn't o'clock news fucked her up, man. Yeah, like, yeah. like I didn't do I so at that moment I'm like, like yo, like I'm this, a threat for no reason. This is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard this, but now this is literally happening when to me, happening right? To right? Yeah. That that was that was the first time, right? Second time, I was still a, a kid in North Carolina. I was at theme park, uh, Carowinds in North Carolina, right? And I'm in line getting some food. It's a dude behind me, white dude behind me. I kind of like accidentally uh, back up, right? And I think I like step on his foot on accident. I say, "Oh, my bad, sorry." He says, "It's okay, nigger." Wow. Yeah. So at that time, I'm a kid. Did the I, tiger uppercut happen? It did. I, I'm a. This is a grown oh, man. Yeah, you're a kid. Yeah, it's a grown man. Yeah, true, true, true. I'm still a kid, so I sit there like, "Yo, I, I'm going through." 
like in my head, I'm like, I, I could hit this nigga. I could fight him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a kid. No, it's not gonna. So I just had to sit there and take yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. but That's yeah, why like he was bold enough to say that. Shit. Exactly. Right. And yeah. I even questioned in my head, like, did I just hallucinate him saying that? Like, did he really just say that? Like, right. To me. Yeah, man. Like I, I, I ain't gonna hold you, man. I feel bad for niggas that's that ignorant. <laughs> like I really like the human in me. Re- really feels like, damn, you finna die that ignorant. Like you're gonna die that like, ignorant. That's, yeah, that's that's how far your life has progressed. Yeah, like fam, like there's yeah. so much in life, and this is the kind of shit that this way you stuck. This, this, yeah, this yeah. is where you stuck at in life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're really stuck on another person because as soon as I. As soon as I hear like a white person say that, I think they're scared. I, I sense fear automatically. If this you if you resort to that, yeah, as far this as to true. to insult me, a word to insult me, that means you scared to death. Are you angry about some shit Are you that you angry? don't even like that's, know what you really angry about? Yeah, that you've been fear. told and taught. Yeah, like, fear. What are you angry about? Like you you you, you angry because you yeah. scared. <laughs> you, you, you know scared. what I'm saying? You have you have this anger in you because you're Why scared. Why are you scared? Cause you can't walk down the street and be yourself, right? And you see black people, or you see people of other cultures being themselves, and then you realize you have no that culture. That bothers you, yes. They, let's let's talk about it. And you and you stuck in let's a corner where you have no it. culture, and your only culture is takeover, taking, taking. A, a lack of accountability, uh, entitlement. That's All your right. culture. Yeah, your culture doesn't provide anything for the planet, anything useful for any other person on the planet. Your culture is all about taking. And I, I've seen that that happen for that very reason, like many times. Like like yeah, where they it's fear. I've I've been around people where they'll witness the culture and then the reaction is different. It comes from it comes into like where they're they're doing the insulting where they law nigger. Or it's like, you know, I I remember this is probably like a terrible example, but Watching uh, the real world, I don't remember one of them seasons, whatever yeah. it was. One of them seasons of the real world, brother took the white girl down to a poetry reading. Yeah, oh, and yeah, the she, poetry reading, he they were you know it was blackety black black. She got as wild. Fuck. Offended, yeah. She was crying because she said and she verbalized. She was like, "I don't have any culture like that. There, like my, when I think about my culture, we don't have anything." like that there's there's nothing that i have that is like that right. you know what i mean and he kind of was trying to like make her feel better about it but <laughs> she i remember was sad. yeah <laughs> she was sad because she didn't have like anything that was like original right. from from her you know everything that she could associate with her culture she could also associate it with it being right. taken from somewhere think think about how deep that shit goes with us though you know what i'm saying like the cookout is is an expression yeah but think about how real that shit is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Real. The cookout is a place where you, you, you know. You come, you break bread, kids, you family, love, you share. Kids. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's more than just food and, and laughter and that. It's a it's a tradition. Yeah. It's a it's a thing. It's meaningful. It has a purpose. Mm-hmm. Go a summer without a cookout. Nah, if you're depressed, feels, you in the yeah, house. It yeah. don't feel right. It don't feel right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you have to. It'll be days where like man, it just feels like we should call the homies. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like you know what I mean? Call some homies, yeah. Like it's and it's after you leave, you feel good. Yeah, you drive. You know what I'm saying? You we, drive past a park, you see it happening. You you're like you know what that's about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it and that's sharing. That's that's some spiritual level shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. and the fact that you don't have that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like 
Yeah, you forgot she was in this movie. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia. Shout out to Carrie Washington. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is her last good movie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The cookout, yeah, it's yeah. it's significant. It's very significant. Yeah, it and, is. and and it's like I said, it has a purpose. It's not just laughs, cards, and it's all of that. Mm-hmm. But it's purpose. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You might see somebody you ain't seen in a minute. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just something that it's held on through all the trauma, through all the bullshit right. we've been through. It's one of those things that we keep real close. Yeah. And that's why the culture is important. So when you look and you see these people having fun, you see all these people, you want to get invited to the cookout. You can't. Why? Because your attitude. Look how you act. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like real shit. Like look you don't how, know how to act. Look how you act. Yeah. You call the police on me in the drop of a hat. Right. You you make a scene. You cross the street. You, something's missing from your purse. You blame you everybody. You blame me. Everybody around yeah, Your you. phone is missing. Look at how you act. You blaming me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True. Now you mad because people call you Karen. <laughs> Boy. You earned that. Yo, the fact that there is the Karen Act <laughs> and legislation, that no, that's shit a real thing. Is, yes, yeah, the Karen a, Act. A, yeah, the Karen Act. You, you can't call the police, right? That is some or real. Some, like you they, have to have a reason. You can to call press the charges now. Well, I don't. <laughs> it's it, certain states, you, but charges can be pressed on somebody for you know basically calling the police on you. America yeah, is great, on, man. On the bullshit. Karen Act. The Karen Act. That right, shit yeah. is awesome. All right, excuse me. It's yeah. like, stop it. But. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, the I, I I can remember a lot of different instances where I've run into that. Um, you know, as far as like you know dealing with that, like someone actually being on that real that real racist calling me a nigger bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the the main one that really sticks out to me, we were living in Texas, San Antonio. I was living in San Antonio at the time. I was um downtown with my my dad and my stepmother her kids we were just you know enjoying a nice fucking time yeah i just played fighting street you remember that shit the yeah. you know what i'm saying with the big ass buttons and shit I fighting just, street the the original street fighter yeah it's called fighting it was street it's called fighting street okay <laughs> yeah yeah and i was playing that shit good time man we were walking down the street and i remember these these two motherfucking um white boys they were like in an el camino or some shit like that and I didn't even peep what they said. All I heard was my dad say, fuck you. <laughs> and I was like, what? And these, and my stepmom was like, one of them said, look at the niggers. And I was like, oh. So, you know, me, my little like nine, eight year old ass bowled up my chest like I was going to do something. But I was backed up by my dad and my um, stepbrother at the time who was like a little older than me. And he was a real like, you know, athlete. Mm-hmm. You know, Cock Diesel and Pops was an athlete also. These motherfuckers peeled out so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, so when you talk about fear, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's really what it was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because we weren't, it was just a black family walking down the street. It was acknowledgement, first off. Yes. It was acknowledgement. Yeah. Because they could have easily just rolled past y'all. And, and kept it and moving. kept it moving with their day. So they stopped to acknowledge. Look at the niggers. Let's try to implement some disrespect where I feel scared. Yeah. See, that's that's why that shit doesn't bother me, man. Yeah. Like, I I do understand the level of disrespect. I do. 
And I mean, I, are you going I, for the record? If you ever see a show in the streets and you decide to, you know, exercise that word, you're gonna feel show's hands across <laughs> your jaws. No, 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 that's, how, that's, like, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, I do understand the level of disrespect, and there are <laughs> repercussions. Yeah, there are repercussions. <laughs> yeah. Consequences. Say, say it in front of me at your own peril. There, there yes. are consequences and reper- repercussions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to that. <laughs> Still doesn't like, but fam, yeah, I fam, fam, you, you look weak, bro. Like, I you, you look shit. weak as fuck. You look yeah. weak as fuck. If you got to stop and say, "Look at the niggers," or "nigger," or you shout weak, out that, nigger. and then peel off. Yeah, you ain't and then peeled out. You know I'm what talking saying? about them motherfuckers peel. Like you, you wouldn't say, out. "Hey, nigger, let's let's squab, run yeah. my fade, nigger." If you're gonna do that, okay, I respect it a little more. Let's box. You know what I'm saying? At least okay. Yeah, yeah. Bond, you 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 understand. But don't come on, man. That whack shit, man. Niggas used to do that shit in our neighborhood all the time. Yeah. Niggers and just and ride down the street. Like, come on, man. Push, just trying to why get you that, did that, that for that rush. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you did that? Yeah. And then what? I wonder, like, what what did that what did that do for you? Why? I did don't you know, do man. It? Like, what did it make you feel? Like, I don't. I, it's what satisfaction did you get from from being able to do that? They have to be just why you turn up your rap music. Yeah, like that has to just <laughs> immediately <be> after. <laughs> It's, I don't know, cause like I will give you an even newer scenario. Like that happened to to my son, you know. Uh, it wasn't last year, but it could have been the, the year before. That should be happening in twenty twenty one. But that's what I'm saying. With no. kids, no. He <laughs> was he was happening. on the bus, the school bus, mm-hmm. and he was in a he was in a like ironically he was in a seat, and the white dude, white kid wanted him to move. My son wasn't moving, mm-hmm. and then he was like, you know, get up, nigger, and his older brother, luckily, was like, nah, like, nah, you ain't doing this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But that happened. And I was like, see, <sighs> like, man, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, that's, that could be exhausting because it's yeah. like, you don't want your kids to be in any kind of physical altercation when you're not around. Exactly. Especially. Because you I gotta don't know how that shit goes. I would go. fucking lose it, man. What you mean? Like, if I had kids yeah, and I found out that someone like, Verbally assaulted them like yeah. that. I would. I. I feel like I would. I would like somebody would have to talk me down. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I would go into my irrational. But see, with this, but this is why, and this is the, the weird part about parenting, black parents. Yeah, is you have to have these weird ass conversations with your kids. With your kids, yeah, you do. yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying, like. White people don't have to have these conversations. They don't. With them, not at, at all. all. You got to have these conversations with your kids about other kids. Someone may not like you. Teachers. It's that and the third. Police. Just all these different kind of conversations. Especially, like, I have a daughter. Yeah. So, a black female student. There's many conversations that I have to have with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Boys, white boys, teachers, white teachers. Yep. I'm, I'm <laughs> right I'm there saying? with like, you. Police, mm. white police. Like you got to have these different, different conversations, and it's in any real world, it's unnecessary. Yeah, but for us, that it's is a- absolute. That is, it's <laughs> not. It's not a question of have you. It's just yeah. hey, when? When are you going to have that conversation? Absolute. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to. Yeah, and you know I'm I'm right there. It's like I'm yeah. 
I still got to have those conversations with with my kids. Are your kids around like a lot of like white kids as they're like younger? Like, do they go to school with a lot of white kids? Yeah, and stuff they like do. That? It's they it's like it's a mixture of both, but it's it's majority white kids. Yeah. Have Have y'all had that experience with like being younger? Going to school with like a lot of white kids. I've had that experience. Like, have y'all like when y'all were younger? School, school, no. But no friendships with white kids when y'all were younger. Yeah, I, I've, I was, I've had that. Yeah, I was always afraid to have a friendship with. Like, I went to a private school, right? You know what I'm saying. So a lot of people, were, it was mostly yeah. white Indian, and then it was like a couple of black guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, end up being you know some of my best friends to this day. But then. I didn't want to have a uh, a friendship with white people you at that time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was really because I if this goes the other way, I know what side I'm gonna be yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> if anything that, happens, I know what side I'm gonna be on. You had that knowledge early on, then. You know? Well, I went yeah. to school with black kids yeah. all the time. So, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, until yeah. I went to high school, it wasn't until I was a freshman. Then I went to I was just thrown into this. Like I didn't know white people. You could spend a night on a weekday. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, yeah. yeah nah. Did you know that? Yeah, I remember that because, of, <laughs> like, I, me being a, a military kid, I, I remember being there, but my mom did not play that shit. No, like, you could spend the yeah. night, you could have sleepovers on like Tuesdays. Nah, yeah, yeah. and then go never. to school. To see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that no, that's never, never, happened. never was a thing mm-hmm. until I got down. Like, it's it was like, is it Friday? Like, is, is it okay? Is it okay if Corey comes to spend the night? It's like, it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's like what are, you, what are you talking about We're all going to the same school Duh Right yeah. We're going to the same school In the morning Just get dressed And we'll go to school from here I'm like damn That does make fucking sense Yeah I've never I've never even thought about yo, that One of my homies Even to this day One of my homies He he, Exact same situation And he was like yo I thought I was the only nigga That thought that <laughs> And he was like yo When I went to private school You could spend a night On a weeknight Yeah nah never I don't I don't think the only time that I think that ever happened with me is like if my mom, you know, both my parents were in the military. Mm-hmm. So there were times where they would be like they would they do this thing where they go into the field. So they just out I, I don't yeah, oh, I love this part. It's the greatest fucking I love this ever, part. Yeah. When he Look was whooping, whooping his ass with this whip, Janko is beating his way. ass in the Lestat the vampire outfit. Beating the <laughs> shit out of this white boy with the vampire <laughs> outfit. Yo, why he chose that <laughs> that, that outfit? Yeah, that royal blue. <laughs> yeah, it's that something. royal blue is something about that. Like he kicking the shit out, just the shit out of his ass. <laughs> like I like how all the slaves looking like yo. Yeah, word. Well, we can do this. Yes, we can. And that's that. Then he about to put one in, right? How can you not like this movie? This movie's great, man. How can you not look? Y'all want to see something? <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Give a fuck about this nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It can happen. Acting as if it can't happen. Come on, man. Yo, DT, my, one of my shout out to DT, man. But he told me he's like, fam, watch this movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, this is one of the greatest films. It's great. But this scene right here, this was this is the scene that what we're talking about. Yeah, this is it. Like, and that and that's that's the shit. That I probably would have did, but then it would have got me killed. Everybody, <laughs> well, hey, everybody else killed along the Gotta way. Die too, one day, you know. Like, yeah, they pulled all this niggas' teeth out before but, we killed them. But yeah, the doubt, doubt, blood doubt, doubt yeah, that was an awesome scene. That that shot right there with the blood splashing oh, on oh, the cotton. Yeah. yeah, that shit was dope. But but yeah, man, mm. you you learn a lot diversifying your uh, relationships. Yeah, yeah, you learn a lot, and I, I guess I was bringing that up because. 
I always went pay attention to this whenever I, you know, the little black kids that I know that are in like close uh, proximity of like, you know, little white kids and they have friends mm-hmm. and stuff that's like their best friend. Cause I went through this as a kid. You know, I had a best friend, he's a white guy. He happened to be like the white kid that grew up around like, you know, a lot of black people and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. We were cool. One of my best friends. But then when we got, and it always happens around the age of about maybe 12, 13. Yeah, we can get a little older. Right around mm-hmm. that age, they start, you start, you know, I realized like, damn, he's he's not coming around as much. Yep. This is supposed to be like my best friend. Damn, he's hanging out with Jeff and all of them now and Amy mm-hmm. and he doesn't really talk to me anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what is the problem? So I re- you know, I went through this kind of like a little bit of a um like a trauma in a sense cuz that was my absolute best friend at the time. Right. Yeah. Who just suddenly stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't put it together at the time. Luckily, I had the empress who really like pulled me to the side and was like, "Look, you know, you're going to experience this sometimes that. And it was at that point mm-hmm. that she had that discussion with me around, like, you know, I had noticed, you know, I grew up in the household and I always knew about all of the shit, but like when you really personally experience it yeah, and it right. hit, hit close to home with, for me was right around that age, you know, one of my, my best friends, we had the same nickname and everything, mm. you know what I'm saying? They referred to him the same way. He's like, yeah, you know, we were friends. He would come over, spend the night playing Nintendo all night, all of that shit. One of my homies. But uh, one day he just like flipped on me. So, you know, I just wonder, like, did y'all ever experience anything like that? Like with, uh, you know, one of your friends who was a white dude who was like y'all were friends to the end but then when y'all got to a certain age things kind of changed society kind of because you start to recognize you know like yeah it didn't happen but i lived that (laughs) it's gonna sound just stupid but i lived that through the children's book the fox and the hound Mm. that's the same story same thing yeah fox and the hound were friends i'm not hit yeah like that story is about a a, a fox and a hound who are friends as when they're young when they get older they're told no you can't hang out with this person and then they become less friends because like the fox is like all right i Society. have to i have to go hunt now i have I mean, well what the hound is saying like i, I have to go hunt foxes mm. right so it's uh yeah i can't like we can't be friends no more even though we we were friends when we were we were kids we were the best of friends. Yeah. yeah. As adults, uh, the rules have changed, and we can't really hang out no more. Hmm, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've I've had, I do know, like when I was younger, I had uh, white friends, not like best friends, but we had you know kids in our neighborhood that was cool, and the the traditional white person in black neighborhood who was cool, you know. Mm. Um, but as I got older, I I, I noticed like I don't really have many white friends. Yeah, um, now it's like a handful. Yeah, to be honest. Now, yeah. when I did move out to Nebraska, <laughs> <laughs> um, had no choice. No, well, no, not to say that, but like, because th- it's a clear divide up there. Of like, there's black people, and then there's a, it's a divide completely. Mm. But um, I did have some white friends, 
I mean, they're cool people, but I also ran into the same thing of like, uh, some of these white friends that I got, I'm they haven't been around that many black people. Yeah, but and, you know, and that's like, I, I one of my best friends is white. Yeah, and we talk candidly. Yeah, about racism, you know, race, and you know, I know what side he stands on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's sick of white people shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's not scared of black people. He's not scared to be around the culture. He's a part of the culture, actually. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he, you know, does art, graffiti. You know, part of Zulu Nation. He's been on. He's the been show. on the podcast. He's been, he's been on, on the, the podcast. Show. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I understand where he stands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. When I was back in high school, I never knew what none of none of them wanted to come to my crib. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like, "Hey, come spend the night." None of them never. Hey, can I come over to your crib? Mm. None of them never asked that, and I know why. Because they knew where I stayed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was on the south side. You know what I'm saying? Where you know they may feel uncomfortable. Now, if you feel uncomfortable with being around your friend in their own element, then that's not your friend. So that's how I always looked at it. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you can't be comfortable with me being with, with me being comfortable. With me being me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then we, we're clearly not friends. So that's why I was always standoffish in those moments. You know what I'm saying? As far as going to school well, and, and like I hoop with these guys. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like playing sports is a very... Uh, I, w- know, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that necessarily because it can go both ways. Like, let's say, you know, he was, you know, if y'all grew up and let's say he was like mad rich, right? Or just in a real affluent mm-hmm. neighborhood, right? Mm-hmm. And you go to spend at, at, at his house mm-hmm. and you go and see like, yo, like, what's all this? And then you go in the house and it's like, what is this? What is like, mm-hmm. y'all do this? Y'all y'all do X, Y, and Z and you're uncomfortable nah. because you're not really used Nigga, to it. Nigga, I'm comfortable. <laughs> I'm good. That, that's that's my thing. Like, yeah, it looks different. It looks different. But I went. Yeah, I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I elected to be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm comfortable. I'm not uncomfortable. I'm not unsure. I know I'm safe. You know what I'm saying? That's my whole thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If I if I feel safe, I'm comfortable. True. True. That's no matter true. where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? If I feel safe, I'm comfortable. Depends on the people I'm around. Yeah. So that. I understand that though, you know what I'm saying, because you can't feel uncomfortable when you're not in your element. Yeah, it's just the, you know the, the fish out. But of But I water wouldn't thing. go, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just me. Yeah. Like I I don't like to put myself in those kind of situations to where I'd have to make a hasty decision or feel uncomfortable or feel scared. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know, but I do understand that point though. Yeah. Because you can be out of your element to some degree. Yeah, especially if you are, especially if if you're a white person, white kid who, you know, if if your parents haven't told you, you know, quote unquote, you know, how, you know, how the other, the other people live, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, and then you, you go into your friend's house and it's like, all right, this is a whole nother neighborhood and lifestyle that I haven't even <clears throat> been told about. Right. I mean, yeah. it's it's gonna be a little culture shock of like yeah, especially if your if your initial uh, perception is is kind of skewed by news or yeah. you know what your parents right. are telling you, and it's not or coming from a real place. Exactly. It's coming from a, 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 a this is the narrative. Yeah, and, and you're just scared, like because yeah. like I'll, I'll give you an example. Like when I was in Nebraska, right there is a real heavy divide of like 
a part of town and you have on both sides, you got black people that are scared to go to the white side of town. Mm. Mm. Like I'm talking like yeah. past the street. <laughs> They're like, nah, I don't go up there, man. Yeah. And then vice versa, where you got white folks saying, yo, I don't go past this time, like this side to here because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm sitting here like, there's like, what do you think is going to happen on, on, whole on both sides? Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, there's violence that happens, but it's not just like you just walk over here and you're going to get murdered. Like yeah. either way, it's like. It's all fear, man. Exactly. Yeah. It's all. It's all. It's all fear. Like even like like now with the whole thing that's going on with Israel and Palestine. Yeah. So y'all know, like I just finally made it on the clubhouse. (laughs) Finally, (laughs) I got invited. They transferred us over. Shout out to Android. Shout out to Android. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Andy. But um, the only thing that I do on there, man, they have a room in there. Where it's literally just open dialogue between Palestinians and Israeli. Yeah. And what I'm just in there listening. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I'm just listening like, yo, what 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 what's going on? And and literally it's fear on both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're afraid to go to the Palestinian side of town. The Jewish people you know what I mean? It's it's there's a whole discussion going on, but all I'm hearing is like, y'all are just both afraid of each other. Yeah. That's it. Like they're, they're, the Israelis are equally afraid of the Palestinians and vice versa. All right. Uh, we got a new engineer today, so things might be a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little different. Yeah. New engineer. Uh, yeah. That was great, man. That was a good choice, man. Sushi, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Sushi but, um, never go wrong with that. Hey, I mean, let's go ahead and get to the something on, on the docket. <laughs> right? Posting right now. Yeah. So, um, all right, there is a, so recently I read on Twitter, uh, there was a post about, uh, hedge funds, um, that were buying up neighborhoods. I mean, houses, uh, above, above asking price. So we're talking 20% above 50% above asking price. No inspections, no nothing, you know, just cash, money, boom, give me the house, right? So when I when I read this, I immediately got terrified because I'm looking at the grand scheme of things and how things are going. Um, you know, we look at the future, right? So currently, right now, right? Mm-hmm. What what's happening and what's been happening, right, is this. So the majority of, you know, middle class, upper class have been living in the suburbs, right? For forever, right? Mm. Nice houses, right? Now, what's been happening is all of us, black people in the inner city, in in the ghettos and impoverished neighborhoods, we have been pushed out. And those inner city neighborhoods have been revamped, gentrified, quite right? fancy. Exactly. Now they're moving back in. They're 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 trendy now. That's that's the code word for exactly. gentrified. Trendy. It's real yes. trendy over there. So now we get pushed out. We go out. Now we're gonna go back out to the suburbs. So we're just switching sides, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Now you have people like uh, was it BlackRock, Vanguard, hedge funds with trillions of dollars. They have been reported to have been 
buying up entire neighborhoods like Mm -hmm. easy buying up houses um houses getting listed and then within i wouldn't say probably minutes or hours it's it's off the market it gets listed bought boom me myself there's a dude that has been like hounding me in my emails of like yo you gonna sell you gonna sell when you selling like now, now, mind you, I live in a neighborhood. I was going to say, you kind of far off that. I, I, I thought that, right? Yeah. But I live in the neighborhood that has an HOA, right. that has a covenant right. that tells you that we cannot have rental property in the neighborhood. Wow. But guess what? We do now. Huh. Hmm. There was a bunch of new houses that got built in my neighborhood, and some of those are rental properties. Really? And now I'm questioning, I wonder who owns that property. Well, you know who owns it. But that's what I'm saying. So I'm looking at this big picture of things of like, okay, they're buying up entire neighborhoods. Um, they can afford, I think the money uh, in, in the, the post on Twitter, they had kind of alluded to like, all right, since they have like trillions of dollars, they can afford to buy about 30,000 homes a year if they wanted to and turn them into single family homes, which is what they're doing. They're buying, they're buying up neighborhoods and property and turning them into single family homes, right? What does that mean for uh, not just black people, but just people in general, right? Um, in the long term, that means that it continues that tradition of people not being able to have homes to build wealth. You know, having your home, being able to sell it, or just give it to your kids, right? Just passing on that wealth, right? That is going to be less and less of a thing in the future. Once because, you sell that property, yeah. Yes. And yeah. if these companies are buying up all the land, all of the properties, and turning them into rentals, what does that do to my, my kids, their kids? Like, Because they're not going to give that up. Gentrification. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but, is that what we're talking about? Correct. It's, it's that, but it's wide scale. It sounds like it's, but it's a little more than that. It's it's a little more of like, all right, you have to look at that kind of eliminates the middle class. Well, you talking about the cultural ramifications of yeah that process? Yeah, that's what we're concerned about. That, yeah, that's what a lot of people are concerned about. Is what does that mean? Like how they moved everybody out to Clayco and then shut the bus line off. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, what's really happening? You know what I'm saying? Okay, selling your house is one thing. Getting the bread moving on is is, is another thing. But what happens to your lineage? What happens to the exactly. neighborhoods? What happens to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got a couple of homies that just moved over to the West End. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're realtor. Hey, y'all got it at a good price. It's going to be worth four times this in the next five years. What does that say? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you're going to rent that shit out. You're going to sell it and rent it out and go get something else. Uh, and so that's. And who's going to be able to afford the rent? Exactly. That's so. And, and that's my thing of like, where does that put us? And those like those ramifications are. Let's, um, let's, let's talk to uh, someone <laughs> who's kind of. Who's versed. Uh, well versed, versed in, in, in this. this uh, where we at? Hold on. I think he's on the cell phone line, smartphone icon. One and all. You, you, yeah, you. There he is. There he is. Peace. 
Talk to me. Peace, <laughs> peace, peace, peace. Up, Quam? Yo, this is uh, my man Quam, great Scott. What's happening? What's happening? Quam, you are rocking with... <laughs> you are now rocking J-Fab, with King Show, illustrate on the Black on Purpose podcast. How you doing, bro? Yo, I'm doing lovely, man. Just out and about, you know, the streets of Memphis. Uh, are you in the streets? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Yo, so we were sitting here having a conversation. Fab was uh, bringing up the topic of... Uh, <clears throat> the uh, properties in the West End, uh-huh. and how he's uh, even had offers to uh, sell his home, and I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on that. I, I know you have uh, properties here and about in Atlanta. Right. Yeah, more more so, like not even, but so I read an article recently just saying that hedge fund companies are buying up neighborhoods. I mean, yes. and turning them into single family homes, and mm-hmm. what what. So the, the the ramifications that's going to have on the black community for one in the future, and how that just eliminates the middle class because they're like that's less and less homes that are going to be available to even purchase. It's going to be all or just rent. rentals. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely, man. I mean, you hit the nail on the head, and I think that a lot of marginalized groups. When I say marginalized in this particular instance, I'm prioritizing black people, black people of you know whatever your uh, you know, ethnic background or, you know, racial classification is, right? Whatever you identify it as. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact of the matter is, uh, a lot of people are completely unaware of what you just made mention of. Um, there are corporations, hedge funds, that are buying properties at an exponential rate and uh, hold, either holding those properties or uh, increasing the rent on these properties uh, to a degree that makes them unaffordable by, you know, the, the standards and incomes of, of most black people. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you when you take into consideration the fact that even in 2021, the median income of of a of a of a black uh, dare I say family is still lower. Then that of Hispanics definitely lower of that than Asians and whites, you know. And so, you know, when they when they when they hold these homes, or even when they construct new models and, and label them affordable, our people need to understand that they're talking about affordable for other people, right. not affordable for you. Right. Uh, so you know, and so I own own a few properties, as you may mention, of in Atlanta. Uh, or co-own, you know, those properties. Um, And I can tell you, because people ask me every week when I'm out here in Memphis, why would you come to Memphis? Why would you come to Memphis? Well, in in brief, the answer is appreciation. Not so much the appreciation of Memphis. I wish to be clear about this, okay? (laughs) Appreciation of value of the homes that I have to answer, okay? Uh, Case in point, one property that I purchased uh, in Donald Hollow, uh, Hollowell, uh, formerly Bankhead, right? Um, yep. When I purchased this property, it's appraised value. Mind you, the property had been built in 2008. So that was already an indication that they were trying to revitalize that area. But obviously, right. um, you know, the bottom fell out and uh, we had uh, the... Uh, um, forgive me, I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking here. Um, what's the R word that I'm looking for? 
Recession. Now, so recession. Yeah, recession. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got a recession, and and so I was able to scoop up that home for next to nothing, man. Um, so you talking about what? This two thousand seven, two thousand. This happened. I this uh, the, you know, the recession came about. You know, two thousand eight, nine. It was for yeah, yeah right, oh, right, right before Obama got in, right? You know, yeah. So I purchased the home shortly thereafter. Um, it's a, a few actually, right? But I'm just referring to this one in particular. Um, mm-hmm. This home, I'm referring to this home in particular because, again, it's in Bankhead, formerly Bankhead, and uh, you know, about three thousand square feet. And at the time, that home would have been appraised, just given the social, just just given the economics of that time, at about and eh, seventy five thousand. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I bought it. I actually bought it for slightly more than that uh, because I realized that the bank wanted to, you know, offload it, get it off their books. Um, and um, but I also knew that in about several years or so, what was going to be taking place in that area, and nobody believed me. Nobody believed me hmm. when I tell you that that home has appreciated in value by about seven times. Wow. Yeah. Seven times. Yeah. So, so, and just given that the rate is going, if I were to sell that home, uh, I don't know. I would say, if I was to estimate, I would say, you know, five years from now, I would easily pocket about a half a mil. Right. About a half a mil. And this holds true for a duplex that I, you know, that I purchased in, you know, Pittsburgh, another uh, undesirable community at the time. I mean, literally, Pittsburgh, once you're entering that community, it has a sign that says, welcome to Pittsburgh, a weed and seed community. The irony of that sign has never been lost on me. But, <laughs> yeah. But, I, again, just being able to foresee what was going to take place and just, uh, just, just having knowledge of how gentrification works and the fact that or, or just some of the factors that are actually pushing or causing gentrification. So yeah, like, right. like you, I actually get calls. Oh man, I, if I had to estimate, I probably get no less than thirty calls a week about wow. about purchasing some of the properties that I own. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so, and even here in Memphis, I get a call about property as well. So did, did you hear something about the? I guess the guy that that built the uh, Yankee Stadium buying property in the West End. <clears throat> Nah. Are you, are, are you familiar with that? No. I, I'm, I'm... I was trying to figure out because somebody told me something about that and I was trying to figure it out to just kind of put this uh, conversation in a little bit more perspective of what's actually going on over in the West End. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, it, not at all. No, yeah. I actually I actually, um, I actually had dealings with a young lady. Uh, relations, <laughs> if you will. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her job. Yo, what's wrong with this nigga? <laughs> Relations, if you will. Her, her actual job. She works for a corporation, and all she does every day, five days a week, is make sure the paperwork is in order for this corporation to acquire properties. That's all they do. Mm. That is all yeah, they do. 
So they buying shit every day. Yes. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. She does like, like fucking she, does, you. She, by, she alone does about fucking you. average 10 to 15 of these a day. Fucking Unicron. Wow. Correct. Unicron. Exactly. Unicron. That's Unicron. 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 For the time I considered sparing Unicron. wretched planet Cybertron. So that that's yeah. that's that's kind of what I'm kind of getting at is like, where does this leave our kids who or just people's children who are not aware of this 20, 30 years from now when everything is bought up? And everyone is just renting if you weren't able to buy a home. Um what's what's happening, man? Oh boy. Is well let me answer your question directly first. It leaves them in the cold. It leaves them um in a space starting over. Yeah, it, well it le- well it leaves them in a space where they become the they become the permanent poor. Um, exact, exactly. They are, they are racial. They are even more racially resegregated than we were. You see, um, hmm. uh, the the. So that that's kind of that's uh, Scott. That, that's kind of what what I, what I was saying as far as like how we how the current system had us in the projects in the inner cities. And now we're kind of just flip flopping backwards to the uh, the other way. They're moving into the cities. Oh. We're moving oh, out. Let me, no, we're getting pushed out. Let me, yes, yes, yeah, exactly. Let me let me tell you. And um and and you know, and had I known that you were going to call me, I would have had my numbers in order. But I will tell you this: um, Atlanta has the highest uh, rate of <coughs> suburban poverty. Okay, take note of that term. I believe that. Suburban I believe that. Poverty, because you're going to hear it more in the years to come. Okay, um, due to the displacement of people from the inner city, uh, being pushed out to places like you know uh, Clayton County uh, yep. or mm-hmm. even Stockbridge um, and, and 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 so on, Henry County. Um, I mean, you take a look at the fact that. Well, okay, I, I, I don't, I don't want to say anything that loans itself to speculation, but I will tell you the populations in those in those areas have increased exponentially over the past ten years. I mean, yep, yeah. in two thousand, uh, I mean, especially Clayco. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about these people. I mean, these these places have increased in population by as much as two hundred, three hundred thousand in some cases, right? Um, and that's because again, the city is not uh, affordable, and so. The powers that be want to create living spaces. They want to create cities that only a certain social economic class are able to afford. That mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm. that is the goal. Rather you're talking about a Portland, rather you're talking about a San Francisco, uh, rather you're talking about uh, that's and that's. That is well, that's exactly that's exactly why I see Atlanta moving towards like a, that San Francisco. Yeah, and that's not good, man. It's, I, it's good for somebody. It's not good for us. Not yeah. for it's not. It's yeah. it's, 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 it's because <clears throat> capitalism is, is being prioritized. Like you were saying, right. I mean, unicorn is a good metaphor for it. Um, it takes everything. It will take everything, regardless of who it victimizes in the process. You know, right? Um, and. I have to be, as a parent, I have to be very mindful of how I play it because um, 
I want to be able to leave an inheritance or, you know, and legacy right. for those who come after me. I mean, I have one son, right? As far as I know. Now, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Black on purpose. So, mm. so, so, yeah. So, I'm, I'm again, and I try to, and I try to put him on to these things, you know, so that he, he understands and he sees it. I mean, because he's grown up in both Atlanta and Oakland, you know, and gentrification, obviously. Two, you know, two black ass cities too. Exactly. You know, and so, and, and, and again, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to like overstate anything here or or be too long in my wording, but um, you know, it's a very deliberate process, and mm-hmm. we have to understand that part of the reason why this is taking place, particularly in cities like Atlanta and DC, is because of not only economics but politics, and if you can force black people out of the city then they cannot vote in the city they cannot you can no longer you cannot you can't you can't live in an entirely different city and then be voting on things that are taking place in atlanta you know right mm. right that's and that's right that's, right that's right. the ultimate goal that's huh. the ultimate goal huh so they want to be able to i didn't even look at it like that but that makes total sense makes perfect sense mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. you see your boy kasim what you think about that Mm-hmm. I think that what do you think about this rollout? I think I think that people have to understand that politics is a game of compromise and corruption. <laughs> and so to some degree or another, I think that most if not all politicians uh, have some level of corruption that comes with them, right? Um, oh yeah, I think that's why I think that's why Keisha got up out of there. Right, no, I'm no exactly because she's genuinely a good person and she under, and she came to this understanding. Um, granted, yeah. I'm sure she knew it prior to, but I'm gonna tell you what always struck me as odd: the fact that when she first took office, um, everything about Kasim's administration began to come to light, and you know, yeah, yeah. charges had come right. up. You know, I mean, mind you, this is Atlanta; we had a mayor go to prison right yeah he just got out yeah. uh what a couple years ago right yeah yeah which is which is wild for me because, <laughs> that's crazy yeah it is not 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 not, not to digress because he used to actually yeah. come through the record store that i worked at and we would have conversations but then i knew of him in a in a in a, mm, in a different light as well based on some of the uh let, let's just say some of the the, the places i would frequent now um. <laughs> so, so that aside, um, yeah, Kasim, um, when he this left, great, yeah. this, when he first, well, no, when he, let me up. When he first took office, I think the city had, and this, and you can look this up, had about what seven million in in cash reserves, and when he left, it had one hundred and seventy-five million. <laughs> right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Mm. That's good. Mm. And he did not do anything that hindered the progression uh, of the city. Uh, you know, under Andy Young's tutelage, um, he right. kept everything on track, and the city definitely was able to prosper. Um, those of us who've lived in Atlanta for most of our lives, or if not all of our lives, you, you've seen it. You've seen over the course of the past 25, 30 years what Atlanta has become. Um, now, um, as far as him running for mayor again, um, 
I think that he's just going to continue to maintain the status quo. I don't think that's that's what I felt like. Yeah, that's what I there felt is, like. There is this this notion, this notion, this old way of thinking that many black people have. If we have a black person in office, then that black person right. will work at, at our behest. That's false. That's an outdated notion. Now, I, I think he, I think he truly understands the job and what it calls for. Yeah, and he's willing. He's a willing participant in that in that field. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, because seeing how spur gentrification, right. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like he understands what's what's at stake in that arena, where, like you said, we look at him as a, a black figure fighting for us, but he understands politics. That's what I think. Because, like you said, like you said, that budget increase. You know what I'm saying? Just like you know what was available when he got there and what was available when he left. That means he did some willing and dealing. Exactly. Exactly. You know and. Uh, I think he understands. Yeah, and just and just you know his wife, and I forget her official title, but I do know that it is related. Her business is real estate, right? Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. The plot thickens, like yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. So, so, so it was inevitable. Um, and I know that. Oh shit! Know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Tied to you know several uh, women in politics and law. Uh, that's no secret. Um, again, I wish I knew his name. Forgive me for being vague. I went before this judge uh, on a on a on a violation, a traffic violation. I remember, you know, and um, and she was gorgeous. She was beautiful, right? And and I, you know, and I did a little research. I was like, how did she arrive at that position? You know, at such an early age, is this is this just coincidence? Is this just black excellence? She's quite sexy, and immediately I saw pictures of her in casino, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> there it, it is!" <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, wow. her name escapes me, but um, but yeah, probably, probably that's probably a good that's thing probably right for now. The best, yeah, right? Probably a good thing right now. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, so, yeah, we, so, we, 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 we want to stay on on the air, man. Got you. <laughs> and so, um, and I think about, and I also think about the transformation of Vine City. Um, the first trap that I ever drove through in Atlanta, Georgia, was in Vine City, straight up. Um. And I didn't know it was the trap. I just was, you know, just 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 riding through, taking what I thought was a shortcut to get to where I was going. And uh, you know, and I saw, you know, I saw everybody out there, and I was like, oh shit! But I'm not about to, you know, bust a U-turn or anything like that. You know, that looks suspicious as fuck. So, um, you know, I drove, I drove through, did not make a purchase, and uh, they immediately threw rocks at my vehicle. Now, fast forward uh, several years maybe, I don't know, 15 years. And the, the, there was a, uh, a housing complex where dis- disabled children and their mothers lived. Mm. Um, the, the, the housing complex was built for this specific purpose. And it was Kasim Reed who ordered it to be torn down and had them all evicted. Oh, wow. Mm. So that showed me that Kasim Reed don't give a fuck. And he's, he's just gonna, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna play his position. Did, Did you watch his rollout video? 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did that not look like this nigga about to drop an album? <laughs> it's a matter, y'all. <laughs> it's a matter, you, you know, you know, every nigga is a star in Atlanta. Yeah, fam, this nigga had like Jeezy. Like, I'm like, this don't look like a political rollout to me. Nah, they Coach K was there. Like, it was mad niggas. Like, yo, like look some rap shit. Yo, yeah, but but the thing is, if you're looking at your target demographic. And you're trying to yeah, get yeah, the, yeah. the young the black vote, votes. Yeah. Yeah, and in addition to that, the way things work, because we see all these black in, you know, these black faces in the room and whatnot, we forget that a lot of that actually appeals to young white voters as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just that celebrity appeal. Exactly. Yeah. But yo, Scott, man, we want to tap your brain on that, man, because we, we about to shut it down in a second here. No doubt. But I appreciate definitely... you all giving me the call. I do have uh I do have one announcement. Yes, sir. Um I'm pleased to announce this on you all show. You were all the first to know. I okay. I am throwing my hat in the ring. I will be running for mayor of Atlanta. Whoa Are you serious? Wow. Yes. You serious? You serious? Yes, I want you, all right, to vote for Quan Scott. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. My slogan is, real niggas know. <laughs> you heard it here, yo, we got a, you heard, you heard you, it here. You, you heard we, it. we got a new engineer, man, so we, uh, uh, no, not the silencer. <laughs> all right. No, no, the applause, man. There we go. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Got the applause yes, sir. for you, man. That's what's up, man. Big applause, man. Big Yo. applause. Big applause. Hell yeah, man. Do that shit. Yeah. You got the whole city behind you, bro. Indeed. <laughs> All right, my All nigga, right, man. Love. Peace. Peace. Uh, that's what's up, man. Shit. Hey, <laughs> an announcement. Scott we got mayor. a fucking announcement. Yeah. That's what's up. That's all right, man. Hey. Well. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> hey. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. That, that makes me feel good, man. Hey, it does. One it of the does. homies, man. That's all right. Running, man. Doing Actually putting some skin in the game. Real niggas said real niggas know. <laughs> yeah. Real niggas know. That's the, that's the campaign slogan. Hey, man. Look. Sometimes is what we got to do. Um. Wow, you heard it here first, black on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that 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 kind of took me aback, man. Like, <laughs> no, I did. Like, oh, no, like, you serious? Yeah, I was like, no. Nah. Oh, he's for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, all right. Well, that's what's up, Quan. More, more to be discussed in the future. Right, definitely. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm no, guaranteeing sure. that. I'm that's pretty good. sure he'll be on this podcast again. Oh, yeah, 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 talking sure. about that. So for sure, yeah. for yes. sure. Damn, he got to go clean up all his old shit now. <laughs> Delete all yeah, the old Twitter posts, the, old the posts, Facebook posts, all of that. He got, he got a lot of scrubbing to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get a little secretary. You get, a, get him a secretary. Yeah, yeah, they'll man. fix him up. Yeah, he'd be good. Yeah, where we at on on time? Yo, yo, we didn't even get to our docket. We got to nothing. We we already, uh, but we, uh, this, we this is a good discussion though. 122. Yeah. I think we had a good discussion though. Yeah, I thought yeah. I think so. I think yeah, uh, we, we might get some hate mail for this one. Yeah. We, yeah. Didn't, we didn't really touch the docket, but it's hey, all we good. It's everything all good. on the docket can be talked about next week. Yeah, well, the week after, because so there will not be an episode next week. Aww. But you know taking a little vacation. But all we right. will we will return. We will be back. 
Ah, we sure. not pod next week. For sure though. Yeah, we will. We, we be returning. I might have to, I might have to do the week. dirty drum pod next week. Yeah, man. Hey, hey do what you gotta do, man. Do something. Yeah. Start the dirty drum pod. Yeah, yeah, man. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, um, fellas, gentlemen, that was it, man. We clinking. Yeah, we clinking. Yeah, up. we clinking, man. We clinking. Where did my drink go? Oh, what's over there? Your drink uh, got drunk. Uh, uh, I don't know where Just my drink. Just Jay went. drunk your drink. It's it's, it's somewhere. Grab that one. Clink it. Clink it up. Oh. Man, it's history. Don't acknowledge us. We were scholars long before colleges. They say we in our next week. Peace. Peace. But still, we choose to ignore the obvious. We are the slave and the master. What you looking for? You the question and the answer. We trust no black leaders. Use the stove to heat us. Powdered eggs and government cheeses. The calendars with Martin, JFK, and Jesus. Gotta be fresh to go to school with fly sneakers. Schools with outdated books. We are the forgotten. Summer's cooling off by the fire hydrant. Yeah, I'm from the ghetto. With old black women talking about their sugar level. It's not unusual to see photos of dead homies' funerals. Aluminum foil on TV antennas. Little TV sit on top the big TV eating TV dinners. Girls got it here with Kool-Aid. They gave us lemons. We made lemonade. But this nigga's paid. Ancestry of slaves. Descendant of kings is necessary. I bling. Put rims on everything, wear Tim's on every scene. They say we in our double G-E-R. We are much more. Still, we choose to ignore the obvious. Man, this history don't acknowledge us. We were scholars long before colleges. They say we in our double G-E-R. We are much more. But still, we choose to ignore the obvious. We are the slave and the master. What you looking for? You the question and the answer. Do I mean it like a slave master, nigga? No, I'm gangster. Gotta eat rappers. My abbreviation was young when I caught the cases. That should mean the court could see my changes. Take off the bracelets. Savage went broke. Smoke sour diesel. Need no bow flex. My chest still cut up like a bag of dope. Thought patterns consist of boss matters. Spit Moses lost commandments like a gross sandwich out my mouth.